Bobby Bones post show pre show. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here on the podcast or watching on Facebook. Uh, we're at the house today, and still, I guess the roads are all good now. But some, my driveway is still full of ice. We got in late last night, and we didn't have time to cook, so we ordered some food. And the guy was like, ah, spinning on the driveway, and I was embarrassed that brought food over. Oh, I was like, sorry, dude. Oh. I know, it sucked, but it's we're getting there. I think by Wednesday, like tomorrow, Wednesday here where we are, it's supposed to be sixty-five degrees. Thank goodness. Which is crazy, but it'll still be too wet to go play golf, right? <laughs> that's, your, that's where your mind yeah. goes. Well, or played, is it? I haven't played in months, <laughs> months, and I would just like to. I need to have have some. You know, we're make. Caitlin and I have been in negotiations. Do you need to answer that? I don't know. Go answer it. Go outside. Go answer it. Amy's phone's ringing. We'll wait for you. Answer it now so don't hang up. No. Oh, that you lose it? Yeah. Call it right back. Oh. It's so mad. It's important. Well, I don't know. It's just the state that is important. It's the post show. We're all friends here. Okay. Sure, it could be important. Yeah. Anyway, Caitlin's big on work-life balance. I've never really had that. I've always been work-work balance. Which work am I which doing Which is when? not a balance, by the way. Which is not, right. And I can feel myself... Like in my bones, getting exhausted at times, where I'm just going, oh. My favorite thing when I get rejuvenated is this radio show. It's the most fun thing, but all the traveling on the weekend starts to crush me. And so she's like, all right, here's the new plan. After this, this is what I would suggest. She's right. If I do a week on, I have to have a week off. Or if I do two weeks on, I take two weeks off of the weekends, not the show, which is fair. Yeah, the weekends, that's what makes it hard when you're seven days a week. I, I did like 39 days in a row the other last month. Yeah, so so what are you going to do? I have two more episodes of Breaking Bobby Bones. I'm done shooting the <sighs> whole awesome. season. It's taken almost six months. So two more episodes to shoot. And then I have, I'm not on American Idol yet. I think they had episode two last night. I wasn't able to make the first part of the, the, the series because of my show. Um, and so Hollywood Week, I'm there for like a few episodes. And I have to start going back and taping. But after American Idol, we're like, all right, new plan in, in store for our lives. After though, what? Well, that's like in what? Into May. Okay. Which is great. What is it? Today's Summertime. February 22nd. Great. Feb- March, April, three more months of going absolutely hard. Because I've had some medical issues that I haven't talked about on the show yet. And she's like, we should chill out a little bit. And as hard as it is for me, because in my career, I don't know how new you are to the show or not, but for most of this run, I've been struggling for anybody to listen to me or get on anything. You know, I wasn't someone who was living in LA or New York. Um, so for me to finally start to get really cool jobs, it's like, all right, let's go. Don't want to stop because I'll never offer them to me again. And that's really kind of the, the stalemate-ish situation where I'm like, I cannot work because I'm finally getting jobs. And then she's like, well, you're going to explode. So we've got to find some middle ground, but we're finding it. We're doing better with it. I'm doing better with accepting she's right is mostly what it is. <laughs> That's good. It's a big step. That is a big step. Amy's back. Oh, yeah. Is that important? No, it's good. Were they well, selling you some, no. uh, <laughs> what? When, when your, your car, ex, it's been expired? Oh, yeah. What's it oh. called? Uh, your warranty. Warranty. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I ate it today. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Was it for you? Mm-hmm. Did you need to answer it? I could, but it'll, yes. But it'll be fine. Okay. The, you know when we did those blood... It's 2016. You and I did what we're allergic to. Yeah. Do we give Since blood for that? Food sensitivities. Yeah. We mailed our blood off. Who? who okay. To, yeah, that, we weren't. It's not. I, I don't know that it's the best thing, but we 
put our blood in a, the mail and sent it somewhere. To we took, we, and you, you can still do it, but we took this food sensitivity test, and my stomach has been killing me for months. I either have to use the bathroom all the time or I don't go for days. And Kayla's like, you're, you could be eating something, right? Like, what is it that your body is not? And so I pulled up that thing from 2016, which who knows if my body's still allergic to the same things. But I remember looking at yours, and there were a few. And then looking at mine, and it was like a book. It was like War and Peace of how many things I was allergic to. And so, or sensitive to, yeah. Yeah. But my severe ones, have, there's severe, there's you're extremely sensitive to this, and there's moderate, right? And, but it's like all the stuff I eat all the time. And so we saw it last night, and, and coffee is one of them. And I don't drink coffee, but I do have espresso shots. Um, and then there's black tea. So when I don't have coffee, I have black tea for some caffeine in the morning. Same thing extremely food sensitive to it. So I had a whole Red Bull this morning, sugar-free, but that's probably in different ways worse for me than the other. That's not on the list though, right? It's not. That's on, you can have it. You're good, dude. They probably didn't test that. (laughs) Of course not. I can't have real food, but I can't have tuna. I can't have sweet potatoes. I can't have kale. It's all. Dang, dude, that's like super healthy stuff that you can't have. Um, So I'm going to do another one. We're going to order another kit online. I don't have, we don't have a client that does that. So this is not an endorsement. I don't know what we're ordering, but we're going to retake that test. And if not, I got to go to the doctor and figure this out. Yeah. Are you, they do elimination. Eddie did that for, to oh, figure trust me, out Some your... days it's all elimination for me. No. Huh? You mean just eat nothing? No. Oh, go to the bathroom? The elimination process. Oh, oh no, 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 no. But Eddie, didn't you do the elimination diet yeah. for your... My vitiligo. Yeah. He was trying to figure out what foods would give... It's a, it's, it takes a lot of commitment to do that, though. And it almost seems like, too, when you do tests like this, it's always the foods that you love. Like, it's always like, oh, you can't have everything that you eat. And if they told me to cut sugar, that's my favorite thing. It's probably the number one thing. It's my favorite. And it's the thing that's going to kill us all. But it's my favorite thing. I love it so much. It doesn't matter. Cookies, cakes, ice cream, <laughs> I know, pie. Dude. I love it all. But I'm just always feeling like this. <laughs> always. I cannot shake that part. So anyway, I got to figure that out. Everything's good with you, though. And yeah, I don't. I I don't know which tests are accurate or not. So I haven't. I started eating some of the stuff that was even on my severe. I'm fine. <laughs> like I don't know. You're what bodily to do. fine. I'm like I was scared of blueberries for a while because blueberries were on my severe, and then now I'm. I just like listen to my body. I eat the blueberries, and then yeah, if I feel discomfort, then I'm like, oh, then maybe the blueberries weren't okay for me but that list just made me way too restrictive i stay so bloated sometimes sometimes i can eat in the morning and eat the wrong stuff and i'm just not hungry for another day 24 hours <laughs> that's definitely your body I'm rejecting so bloated, whatever you ate and i'm just like i'll eat lunch sometimes and it's eight o'clock dinner and Kenna's like are we gonna eat and i'm like i'm not hungry and i don't feel good so it's anyway good. dealing with uh not 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 a big thing two things i want to mention one, speaking of dieting, Eddie's now, he's got an end date on his diet. Yes. How much weight do you think you've lost? Oh, I guess I'm probably about, what, 15 pounds, 16 pounds? So, so my, my end goal is 170, and I'm about 163 right now. Oh, you're going to lose 13 more pounds? No, no, no. No, that's, no. he could go back up. Oh, oh, did I say 163? It. I meant one. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm at 173, and I want to be at 170. Oh. That's okay, my goal. Okay, we all. It's okay. I don't even know you what need, I said. You need three more pounds. Three more pounds, and I want to do it by the end of this week. Oh, okay. Don't put that pressure tough. on yourself to lose three pounds. In you a can week. lose three pounds of water weight, but ain't no yeah, way dude, you're losing three pounds. Of fat. I think I lost that like the first week of my diet. Yeah, 
Cause, cause I've been kind of at a stale of like losing pounds at 173. I've been at 173 for about two weeks now. But you plateau. I didn't know in, that. In anything, in muscle gain, in weight loss, there's a, obviously your body starts to be acclimated to your process and you start to plateau at That's it. what's happening right now with me, yes. So what's the deal? So I'm going to have to start working out a little bit to lose this three pounds. Let's go. So I'm just going to do some push-ups and crunches. and. Hey, prison <laughs> workouts are great too. What, what is that? Hey, well, it's what you, you can do only do while prison? you're in prison. No, no, no. Like push-ups, you can do it in your cell. Oh, okay. Yeah, Crun- yeah. Crunches, you can do. Like, what's the one where you uh, you lean on your elbows and your feet plank, and your toes? Plank. Plank. I want to plank like a mother. <laughs> yeah, you can prison work out and get pretty bulky. Okay, but I need to do it by the end of this week because we're getting fitted okay. for suits. You're, you're not going to lose three pounds by the end of this week. Bones, I was averaging two and a half pounds a week. My if friends. I were, if I were you, I would be a couple pounds heavier than you want to be for the wedding. So they can take it in if they have to. Oh. But this is where I want to stay until your wedding, at least. Okay. I feel like you don't believe me. I think it's just hard to maintain until we have this wedding. I think I can do it. Okay. Because honestly, like we had a couple birthdays this month, and we had cake and everything sitting there, and I was like, I don't want it. I think if you add exercise, you can do it. What? Just maintain? Mm-hmm. You, wait, wait I, just met, I just met exercise this week. I didn't mean like forever. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm done with this. <laughs> Uh, Kaylin did Amy's podcast, by the way. Yeah, cool. it'll come out on Thursday. How'd it go? It was really good. She did all four things with me. and She was nervous about it because she hasn't done anything like that, like going and being a guest somewhere. I've, I've pulled her on to things, but, and I'm just like, hey, what do you think about this? But it, she was kind of nervous going over there. Yeah, but she did great. So I think that people are really going to enjoy it. We covered such a variety of things that I think it'll be interesting for people. Also, they can get a chance to just get to know her on, uh, you know, a different level than just what you guys talk about i mean well so it's a four things podcast so i cover four different things but inside the things i had her do four things to break it down for her because yeah she was a little bit nervous so you did 16 things yes but the categories were were interesting like the in the first thing i had her share four things she's learned from therapy which was a way to break it down for her and then Four things she's thankful for, and then mm. four of her favorite TV shows to recommend right now. Is and your then, four favorite things Bobby does for you every day. And well, I will there? say you were maybe one of the things she was thankful for. And then then she shared four of her favorite recipes. And Eddie, your fajitas made the list. Really? Mm-hmm. That's legit. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a lot, but it's real. I I think it's really good. Yeah, it'll be out Thursday. Uh, four things with Amy Brown, uh, husband of the year. Man goes to the grocery store in a snowstorm to get his wife some corn dogs. She really wanted corn dogs. <laughs> Do you guys see this? No. By the way, the storm was just awful in most places. It was awful here, and it wasn't as bad here as it was, you know, with our friends down in Texas. Because they j- listen, we're not equipped for this, but in Tennessee, it's a little more moderate, so we're kind of equipped for it. In Austin, where we all are from, where we came from, there's no equipment. It rarely happens. The system isn't ready for it because, yeah, it never happens. Um, the two largest grocery store chains in St. Louis were closed due to snow. The news went out and interviewed people trying to get to the grocery store before it closed. Here's a truck driver who now some people are calling husband of the year. This is from KSDK News in St. Louis. One of the people making a quick dash inside, truck driver Tom Cavins. My wife wanted uh, some corn dogs for dinner, so I uh, dug the car out of the snow to grab some corn dogs for her. The snow like this is nothing new to me, really. Corn dogs, baby. Hey, it's not about the corn dogs. Let's not get twisted that it's about the corn dogs. This is about keeping her happy. And he did it. And he did it, that's for sure. Okay. 
Amy, what's anything from you? I was just thinking about my poor in-laws. We went to St. Louis the, the weekend the storm rolled in and they went there to be with us. It, it was just for two days. And then we were able to drive home, but they were going back to Texas. Anyway, they got stuck in St. Louis a full week. They just left St. Louis like two days ago. <laughs> like they were just in a hotel room in St. Louis, couldn't get back to Texas. And I felt so bad. It was all your idea. Yeah. It was all like, <laughs> Hey, let's all meet in St. Louis. And, um, yeah, then they got stuck. So did you learn anything from the snowstorm? Oh yeah. Like, well, because we had to drive back cause our flights were canceled. We, anytime, cause it was a nine hour drive in pretty severe weather at some points, and my husband kept making sure that the tank was full. And I thought, why Why are we stopping so much for gas? This is taking so much longer. And he said, look, if we were to get stranded on the side of the road, we want to be stranded with a full tank. Because how do you think when you hear stories of people that were able to survive, you can have opportunities to turn your car on for a little bit, get some heat, then turn it off and conserve, then turn it back on. He's like, if you're at a quarter of a tank almost empty, you're not going to be it's not as safe for you to be out in these conditions. So basically every time we saw a gas station, we were filling up, but I thought he's right. So now new way of thinking for this girl, I normally ride it till empty. And I'm like, you know what? If I get stranded one day, I'm going to have a full tank of gas. I got snacks in the back, way back to where I can't even reach back and get them in That's case the I key. get hungry. <laughs> right. It's got to be like in a lockbox <laughs> in the trunk area, like back in the hatch and put that in there. And this whole, like, it made me want to have a survival thing because yeah, as we were driving, I saw cards just sliding off on the side of the road stuck. And I'm like, I don't want that to be me or, or I want to be a tell me something good, not a, <laughs> not a bonehead. Yeah. Uh, bo- right, tell me something good or a bonehead. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'm going to keep it to the middle and then fill it back up. And not because so much of getting stranded, but if you get in, you're sitting in traffic, there's an accident in the interstate and you're sitting there for hours. We were driving to Chattanooga this weekend. A truck had, and it, it wasn't ice related, but you get in the mountains, it had fallen off the, the highway and it was half in the woods, half on the interstate. So we sat there for an hour and a half, two hours. Now, if you're sitting there and you have no gas. Trouble. You die. You're just adding to the problem. And how the heck do you go get gas? Yeah, it's no good. Got to get in one of the cars. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I go to half a tank and then I go, okay, I got to fill this up. For the same reason. I'm not as hardcore about it as your husband. Yeah. I mean, but it, it's smart. It's a way to think. I mean, but he's lived in places like Colorado where that is something you have to... You know, I grew up in Texas. There was not always severe weather, which is why what's happening there right now is so crazy in Austin. But I guess once you live somewhere that it's cold, you kind of, or can have extreme weather like that, you start to be prepared. Pimp and Joy was on the Weather Channel. I know. I didn't get to see uh, a picture, but somebody, you did? Okay. Was it an interview? What was it? Yeah, it was someone in like Leander. Pflugerville. Yeah, Pflugerville. (laughs) I yeah. just got an email about it from someone that saw it. I, and then, someone tagged me in it too. I didn't see it live. Ah, and so the email just said, you know, you've made it when you're on the National Weather ch- Channel. So the woman was wearing a Pimp and Joy shirt. And then she said out loud, I guess they asked her what she was out doing. And she said, I'm just out here trying to pimp some joy or something. <laughs> That's that cool. was so cool. Which by the way, uh, our Texas Forever is going toward, is Pimp and Joy? All going towards. Well, wait, yeah, we need to talk about that, but um, you can. But Texas Forever, that line, you can go to bobbybones.com and find that line, but um, it's going toward the folks in Texas right now that are dealing with this. If it's 
crazy electric bills, if it's food, if it's water, whatever it is, that's where it's going to go. And we're trying to turn it over as fast as possible. That's the key, too, is the quick turnover. Uh, because if we hold it for three months... That's not going to help. That's not going to help, right? Like, our goal is always, what can we do? How fast can we do it? How fast can we get the money to the people that need it? Start over, do it again. So uh, we'll put the link up for the, uh, the Texas Forever up at bobbybones.com. Uh, we mentioned one other thing. I got a couple interviews I got to do off, off air. But the real world is reuniting the original cast, season one, for Paramount Plus, which is going to be their streaming service. Hey, Lunchbox, what's happening? Like, is it like the real world again? What, yeah, like, they're going to the- live in the same loft in New York City, and I guess it's going to be like a six-episode special, and I can't freaking wait. Like, it's going to be the, all the original. That old school. I'm talking like 1992. 1992. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking they're probably 55 years old by now, it feels like, but it's going to be incredible. Anybody famous from this group? Uh, Eric Nice, I think, is in there, but I think he's the – I don't know. Famous, no. No, not famous, if you're asking. Are they bringing their kids with them or anything? Like That's a good question. I mean, that then it'd get real interesting. Like, everyone, I'm sure, has family now. Uh, I don't think, though. I think it's just the actual real world. Like, the people that were on the show, they're going to live in the same loft, and they're going to do a little six-episode deal, and – I mean, real world just keeps on ticking, guys. It just will not. It's the it's the <laughs> thing that brought us reality TV. That's what you don't understand. Without we do world, understand have, that. We remember that. No, no, nobody no argues it. that. No everyone one gives, gives it, the, it the credit it deserves. You guys say, "Oh, real world, so stupid." Grow up. No, Without we don't. We have world, never said that. The challenge. <laughs> you tell me I'm ridiculous. Everybody tells me I'm too old to watch, but. I'm just telling you, it created reality he TV. He creates ne- this villain-type relationship with us. We've never said it's all so stupid. You always tell me I'd be dumb for wanting to go on yes, there. If to leave, yes, we have said that. I've said that. To leave this show, to go beyond the real world, would be dumb. Absolutely, I've said that. Yeah, but, and I said <laughs> yeah. back in the day, I would have changed my life. I would have gone on real world. It would have been great. Right. And I would have lived a different life. But, yes, yeah, so I cannot wait for March, and I, can, I need to get Paramount Plus. I wonder if it'll be on the regular Paramount because I have that on my TV, I found out. That's where Yellowstone is. It will not. Gosh, I cannot wait. I'll leave you with this fun fact. Ray, you may want to pull this up for me if you don't mind. Remember the song, Everybody Dance Now, Gonna Make You Sweat from CNC Music Factory? Everybody dance now. Right. Remember that song? Yes. CNC Music Factory, Everybody Dance Now, as being searched for right now for Raymundo. I'm not in the same room with him, so let me know when you find it, Raymundo. I may have to play it from YouTube. Okay. Hey, whatever it takes. You mean our pop station doesn't have the poppiest hit of all time? There it is. Come on. So, now, Raymundo, would you pull up It's Raining Men from the Weather Girls, even if it's just the hook, because I'm sure we may have that as a hook somewhere. You know, it's raining men, everybody, it's... right. I'm asking a lot of them right now. Okay? Hear that? Okay. What do they have in common? I'm just asking you guys here. Everybody dance now. It's raining men. Everybody dance now. I don't I don't know. I have no idea, man. They don't oh. even sound the same. Clapping? Clapping? No, that wouldn't be it. Go ahead. Play, will you play uh, Everybody Dance Now again? Everybody Dance Now! That Okay, is girl? that the, the same girl? Same lead singer. Okay. Uh, okay. The big controversy was with CNC Music Factory, the girl who sang 
this song was not in the video. They had another girl lip syncing to it who sang other parts, but they kept her out. Oh. Her name was Martha Wash. Oh. And multiple bands screwed her over. She oh, sang everybody. Terrible. She sang everybody dancing now as a demo. They ended up using that track on the real one. She's the same lead singer of It's Raining Men. It's Raining Men. Yeah, I hear that now. Isn't that crazy? I thought, girl. Was, I thought it was crazy. Yeah. She, she was jobbed out of a bunch of money. Martha Wash. She was in the Weather Girl, CNC Music Factory. She sang, uh, Ray, do you have a song in there from Black Box? I'll look. Then I got to go because I got this um, interview I'm going to do for COVID Relief in Arkansas. But this was also another lawsuit. Listen to these. Ow, ow. What? That one too? But there's a girl that sings in this. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think what she says. Well, you're about to find out. It may cut off. It's a corrupted file. Oh, corrupt files. Anyway, same girl. They cheated out of a bunch of money. Dang, dude, she's on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. I mean, she's on there now, but there's lawsuits galore. And, oh, there she but, is. Yeah. Anyway, fun fact of the day. <laughs> this song's legit. All right, gotta I love go. It. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast of today's show. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. What's happening, friends? Glad you guys could hop in, be a part of the show. Back for another week. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Where do we start? I'm always curious about caffeine because if I start to drink stuff, stuff with caffeine, because Caitlin will make me like an espresso shot and I hate the taste of it, but she'll do little fruit fruit things too. She'll do like a little bit of honey, a <laughs> little bit of sugar, but it's so gross to me, but I do it. And then if I stop doing it, I start to get headaches. And then in the evening, sometimes if I'm dragging and I'm like, man, I could just use a little bit of caffeine. I go, I don't want to take any caffeine because I'll never be able to sleep at night. Right? That's generally how we feel about it. Sure. Like in the morning, it wakes us up. At night, it'll keep us awake, right? Here's the story. A new study found caffeine might not keep you awake at night, but in exchange for that, caffeine might be altering our brain for far worse things. Win some, lose some, right? Kayla, what's the worst thing? Okay, so most people believe that coffee late will keep you up. However, here's the weird thing about coffee to me. It tastes so bad. Why would you ever drink decaf? (laughs) When people want decaf, I'm like, you don't even get the good from it. You only want the bad, which is the taste. Amy, do you like decaf coffee? Yeah. In the afternoon, if like we do a latte with the whole milk and it's a whole thing, sometimes if it's too late, I'll get it with decaf. So that Just because you I like the taste? All... Yeah. I enjoy the feel. Yeah. It's probably something more of a comfort thing. Like I've gotten used to it. So, yeah. These researchers say that regular caffeine consumption does not disrupt sleep quality, but it can alter the structure of the brain connected to memory. If it's coffee, cola, energy drinks, that caffeine is, we consume so much of it that if you start to go, my brain's not clicking right. I'm not remembering things like it. It's probably because of caffeine. Mm. But also they say it doesn't affect sleep that much. So it's up to you which one. Do you want to take the good (laughs) with the bad there? So they say, hey, listen, we did all this stuff, and it does not result in poor sleep if you drink caffeine later at night. Amy, if you drink coffee in the evening, do you think you really stay awake, or do you think that you're just telling yourself that, so then you end up doing it? Yeah, I have no idea for me if it's placebo. I just avoid it altogether. I don't even want to play that game. My husband can drink coffee all day long. It doesn't bother him at all. He can also fall straight to sleep, but that I don't even want to risk it. 
Okay, here's the challenge I'm going to give all our listeners. Drink coffee about 6 p.m. <laughs> well, because I need a large study group here. Mm-hmm. Drink coffee just this week past 6 p.m. And see if you're still falling asleep normally. Try not to freak yourself out by going, oh, I had coffee, so I'm going to be awake. But try to drink coffee every, every night this week and see if it's really affecting you. And we'll do our own study. It's a good idea. Yeah, see? And we don't have to do it, just our listeners. I like that. I don't like coffee that much anyway. <laughs> Yeah. They do talk about the the more caffeine you drink, like they see your brain matter, like that your your white cells in your brain and the gray matter in your brain actually start to get flustered Ooh, out. Oh, that's so weird. We don't even know what's affecting us really. We have no idea. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Let's go. I got the good news for you. Number five. A homeless guy in Hawaii stole a bunch of tools from a construction site, but then went back three days later to apologize. So the owner gave him a job. Here's the owner talking about it. He was very apologetic. He was, uh, you know, sir, I'll work it off. I'll do whatever. And, you know, somewhere in that conversation, the moment changed. And I was looking at him. I was like, no, I don't want you to work it off. We really want to find a place for him to lay his head at night. A legitimate place. And you know that guy's really working because you hear in the background. <laughs> like, he didn't even walk away from his job site to do that interview. I like that. Here's the next one. Number four. The oldest person in Europe just beat the virus. A nun in France named Lucille tested positive on January 16th. She just celebrated her 117th birthday. Wow. That's so old. That's so old. <laughs> wow. That's awesome that she's still alive, period. Yeah. Wow. Number three. A 77-year-old couple in Las Vegas named Dennis and Diane Reynolds recently got married again 55 years after they split up. They got married, listen to this, in 1961 and divorced four years later, but it never got ugly. So you're talking about 1965 or so. They were like, okay, we're done. Then they got back in touch about a year and a half ago, started dating again, and they got remarried on November 11th, which was also their original wedding date 59 years ago. (laughs) How crazy is that? Come on. Number two. A guy named Isaiah Garcia asked this homeless guy what he could do to bring a smile to his face. And so the man said, hey, I need some basic supplies. And this is the moment that he delivered those supplies. I got you a blanket. I got you a tent, brother. I know you needed a tent, right? Yes, sir. You got that smile. I see it already. Yes, Food, bro. Yes, sir. I'm also going to give you $200. Oh, God. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hey, this is one of the best days of my life. That's cool, huh? Number one. A doctor in Massachusetts named Ben Moore started a program where hospital workers who are fully vaccinated can sign up to spend their time sitting with COVID patients so they don't have to fight the virus alone. He got about 50 people doing it already, and he wants to expand it to other hospitals around the country. It's almost like the Big Brother program. Mm. Like you can go and be with someone who can't be with anyone. That's pretty cool. That was the Good News Countdown. Got a couple emails here. Let's open up the mailbag. Bobby's Mailbag. Hello, Bobby and show. I need some advice, but I'd like to stay anonymous. I'm a college student taking virtual classes. And there's this girl in my class who I think is really pretty. I'd like to get to know her. However, since I don't see her in person, I don't know what to do to not come off as creepy. I do have her group me from a previous class. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks for what you guys do. Anonymous college student. So basically, he wants to flirt with her. 
but he doesn't want to come off as creepy and he can't see her in person, right? Right. Okay. What would I do in this situation if I'm in a virtual class? This is what I would do. First of all, I would see if, you know, do you, is it a small class where everybody has to talk at times? I would wait for her to talk and then I would send her a message like, hey, that's really good. That's a good point. And open up. The, the key is to opening up some sort of communication because once that, that, that crack in the door is there, you can then go and ask other questions, do other stuff and start flirting. It's just finding out how to talk to her initially. It's same thing. It can be girl to guy. What I would recommend is if it's a small class and she ever has to talk in class, find that moment where she talks and you can sit her a little side chat, be like, hey, that was a great question. I was wondering the same thing. Like, and then she replies and it's like, Hey, do you struggle with this? Or, or if that doesn't work, you could actually hit her up. It's a, it's a little bolder, but hit her up on Instagram and sign her DMs and be like, Hey, we take this class together. If she doesn't know who you are and say, do you have so-and-so do you have any notes from this? If you do, that'd be awesome. And again, she'll reply. She doesn't feel like she's being hit on. And that opens a line of communication. It's just all about finding that little glimmer and you'll know quickly if she doesn't want anything to do with you you will uh so that would be my advice amy anything you'd like to say to that i don't know is there a way people are studying together virtually or can you, you... you got to get there though right you got to get to ask her that if she wants to study together you got to find a way to do that first i don't think you can just go kool-aid man into it and be like let's <laughs> study together <laughs> Okay, not like that, but I was thinking like if I, like in college, I started dating a guy after he talked to me in class one day and I'm so glad he just decided to go for it and talk to me. And then it, it, so I was thinking similarly, he could just go for it and ask her something like, hey, you want to study together? I'm actually really good at this. I could, I could help you with it or, or, or you don't understand and you need, okay, okay, flip it, flip it. You don't understand, even if you do. And then she can help you or something. Well, that's my point with the second one. You can just go into the DMs. That's the bolder way of just communicating for no reason whatsoever. And just say, do you have notes for this? That way you don't have to play dumb and be a person you're not. And you don't have to insult her and say she's dumb either. (laughs) Yeah. Because that, that both of those are risky situations. Yeah, but that's my advice. Think, yeah. Find that path to the first step of communication and then ladder that thing one rung at a time until you get to the top. And the top is marriage with kids. So you might not get to the top, <laughs> but one rung at a time. All right, there's that one. Let's open up the mailbag again. Here we go. Bobby's Mailbag. Hey, Bobby Bones. I'm getting married in September and my fiance will be entering via boat to the ceremony. That's pretty cool, huh? That's awesome. He really wants I'm on a boat by the Lonely Island to be playing while he enters. But if you've heard that song, even the clean version doesn't seem appropriate to be playing in front of our grandparents and guests. It's his day too, and I want him to have a say-so, so should I let him do it? If not, do you have any song recommendations that would be good for the entrance? Thanks, Bethany in Florida. So as I answer this, be thinking of water songs he could come into, Amy Eddie. Lunchbox. Okay. Well, here's what I would say. I say you, and I'm going through similar situations now because we're, we're organizing, planning a wedding. And by we, Caitlin's doing most of the work. I try. I'm dumb. I have bad ideas. I know they're bad ideas too. But um, this is what I would say. I would say you go to him and you say, honey, babe. I think it's a funny song. I love it. But do you really want to play this song out loud? Even the clean version 
when my grandparents are going to be there, your grandparents. Like if you would take a half a step back and change, that would be great. And if you absolutely don't want to, you can do it. But I'm just letting you know it would make me feel better if you did this. I think he'll come around. And if he doesn't, you just have to live with it, right? You're right. It's his day too. But anytime I've had a stupid idea, Caitlin will go like, hey, we'll do that. No problem. But here are the ramifications if we do. Because I've had some really some real doozies. And I'll be like, oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about, it. you know, if we had monkeys running around. what, <laughs> what? It, so I'm saying if you explain it to him like that, I think he'll 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 back up, but it's risky because he might just go with that song and then you have to go with it. Funny though, on a bow, I love that. What water songs, Eddie? Did you have written down? I had uh, two pina coladas. Oh. I, it just it just screams like I'm on a boat. We're uh-huh. drinking, ready for a big celebration. And then I had Chris Jansen uh, buy me a boat, but that makes no sense. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. <laughs> just the word boats in it, right, I guess. That's yeah. it, though. Yeah. Amy, what about you? What song would you tell him to come in on? Cake by the Ocean. Whoa! Oh, like the Jonas Brother guy, DNCE, whatever it is. Well, I don't, I don't know, because the ocean. Do you know what that water, means, though? Like that's a dirty song too. I've heard. Yeah. It what? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I don't know what it means, but I do think it's a fun song, and I like entering to really fun things, like kick by the ocean, and the ocean is is water. Okay. Anything else? Oceanfront property. <laughs> George right? <laughs> Cake by the ocean means uh, doing it on the beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, understand well. how they came to that, but yeah, I heard that. yeah. that's what it means. That's what it means. Okay. Well, we don't have the greatest options for you to switch to. I mean, I got the best <laughs> one yet, though. W- what is it? It's a big song in my life right now, and it's Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Oh, no. I don't know. I think two pina coladas is interesting, but again, that's nice. not so boaty. Tropical, though. Yeah. You know what I heard too in that mailbag is is that like they're worried about grandparents. People are always worried about what grandparents are going to think. Guys, grandparents were crazy too when they were younger. They would probably be like, "Hey, that's cool." Deep inside, they they maybe not show it with their face, but what about Craig Morgan? Depending on how redneck you are, Redneck Yacht Club, love it. Redneck Yacht Club, great one. Eh. Approach him with this. Uh, you picked a Jonas Brother. <laughs> No, I like the song, but I don't want to. I'm also factoring in w- walking out to a song. I'm I'm factoring that in, not just that it has to do with water. Yeah, pontoon on the pontoon. That's great. Barefoot blue jean night, Chattahoochee. Yeah, I was thinking, is it an ocean or like a like a lake? I imagine it's Florida. It could be though either, so but you, I would think Florida. You don't want to do ocean. Chattahoochee on the ocean. You Unless you grow up like we did. <laughs> Maybe. And then it's just Chattahoochee all the time. It doesn't matter. Bobby's Mailbag. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Darius Rucker hasn't shared his new album with anyone, but he has been listening to it in his car. I haven't really sat down and played it for anybody yet. It's just for me, I'm still in that I'm still in that place where I'm playing in my car constantly, you know, and just just to hear it because uh, I, I always believe you really hear what a song like sounds like when you play in your car. Carly Pierce says Kelsey Ballerini gave her some good advice regarding her divorce and writing songs about it. She said, but what if you give voice to so many people who think that they should be embarrassed and so shameful? And she was like, your 
coming out of a young generation that you can make a difference. Loretta Lynn shared her collaboration with Margot Price called The Ones on the Way. The song will be on Loretta's new album dropping on March 19th. Here in Topeka, the rain is a falling. The faucet is a dripping and the kids are bawling. One of them is toddling and one is a crawling and one's on the way. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Let me shout out this group called Operation Finally Home because thanks to them, a Marine Corps veteran and his family are able to live in a home in Florida. They do this. It's mortgage-free to military heroes and the spouses of those who have died in the line of duty. This time, Bradley Thomas and his family, they recently moved into their new fully furnished home. So like he served our country. He, four years ago, was hit with a roadside bomb. It injured him. PTSD back problems has slowly transitioned into a job because again he's going through a lot psychologically physically and obviously you know having a home that's a tough thing to do even when you are completely healthy so they said hey you served our country so we're going to serve you so i wanted to shout out operation finally home just one of the many organizations that do this you know we do and and we've been able to build homes for heroes as well um amy can tell us more about this amy because we go through homes for heroes yeah, building homes for heroes. We partner with them every year around Fourth of July for Pimp and Joy, and the, because our listeners are so awesome, yeah, we've been able to build one, two, three, three veterans their houses, and they're all in their homes now. And it's amazing to see the pictures of them there. It's super cool. Full houses, build the yeah. whole thing, equipped to fit their needs because they need. Yeah. If they're like, for example, if they're in a wheelchair, they, the house they were living in is not equipped for them anymore. So, yeah, it's been pretty awesome to be on that journey with our listeners. So shout out to Operation Finally Home and shout out to you guys who have yep. done this as well for, for our heroes, for folks who have served in the military, been hurt and have come back. And we're just lucky that you guys exist and lucky that you've been helping like that for so long. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Deerfield Beach, Florida. Two men were at a hotel resort, and they wouldn't wear their masks. And the employees kept saying, hey, can you put masks on? They're like, look, we're federal marshals. We don't have to wear masks. They're flashing their ID, their badges. So they called police. Turns out they weren't marshals, just impersonating officers. Huh. All because they didn't want to wear the mask. All because yeah, they didn't want to wear their mask at the resort. Do they have fake badges, though? Yeah, they had or fake they badges did... and everything. Boy, they went all out with this mask charade, huh? <laughs> That's crazy. Why? Why like, I was wondering far? if they were just like, yeah, we're marshals, trust us. <laughs> and like they'd like lift their shirt and be like, I got a badge here. But if they were really flipping their badge, dang. They went to the gas station and got one of those with their name on it. <laughs> Trent. <laughs> it... Oh. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> this website called Best Life. Went through all these message boards, all these lists, all these articles to see who the most hated bands were. Anyway, there are five on the list. How many can you name most hated bands right now? Right now? Sure. But, I mean, they exist now. Okay, Nickelback. At number one <laughs> is Nickelback. It's so weird. I don't even know why. Because yeah. culturally it became cool to make fun of them. No, okay. terrible bones. No, they have good songs. Turn this up, please. I want to jam for a minute. Well, I'll stay skinny. 
Eddie, would you say that to their face? Yeah. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Chad Kroger. Is it Kroger? Yeah. Are you listening? Your band sucks. Oh, <laughs> okay. that's so hey, wrong. Steve, line him up for an interview. Let's have Eddie say that. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't. He just wouldn't. All right, next up, Amy, number two. I, I Most um, hated bands. Most hated bands. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, Creed? Correct. And number three is Creed. <laughs> Which I love Creed. Yeah. I was a big Creed fan back in the Stop day, too. Me, guys. Come on. Eddie, we don't listen to them now, but <laughs> we won't look back at how lame we were and call that person dumb. We just call them someone who was caught up in the times. But, Bones, Bones, you say you don't listen to them now. If they were really good, you would listen to them forever. That's not true. I, sure. I listened to Lou Bega back in the day. I thought he was fun. He was awesome. I listened to Right Said Fred. I'm Too Sexy. Bought and that album. And you won't listen to that today? No. Oh. Of course not. All right, you have two of the five. Okay, I don't hate this band. Well, I mean, I haven't haven't hated the other two either. But this one, I can't get into this one. I uh, as much as other people, but it's Dave Matthews. Oh, I love oh, Dave Matthews. Not on the list. Don't right? even don't even insult. I know. I feel bad, but Dave I mean, Matthews should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Of course. Is he not? No, I don't think oh. so. Uh, I th- again, I think that's the case of them getting so popular that it was cooler to speak out against what was popular. That's, what, that's why there's backlash on people, but Dave Matthews did not make the list. Okay. I'll give you a hint. One of these bands had all their music crammed down our throats once, and we were like, why do we have their music on our on our phone or on our iPod maybe even back you in the day? You were really mad about this, Amy. I remember. I was? Yeah, yeah. Was she, everyone I, was. Was she? I, everyone was. Yeah, for sure. Oh, we opened up our phones and it downloaded. <laughs> that's why, because Apple gave it to us for free or something? It was you two. YouTube. When they put that whole new record out automatically on everybody's device, mm-hmm. U2 comes in at number four. It's a beautiful day. All right, two left. One of them is kind of a rock rap group, Amy. And number two on the list of the most hated bands. A rock rap group? Yeah. I don't... I don't. You, you wouldn't really call them either one, but people call them both. Rock rap? I need more of a hint. Would she have been in college? Yeah, probably. Oh, Limp Biscuit. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Here yeah. You go. Here's Limp Biscuit. Okay, and there's one left. You won't get the fifth one. Why? Because I don't feel like they're that hated. Oh, well, then if it's one that's not hated but could fall in this category, is it Coldplay? No, don't insult Coldplay. I don't want to insult Coldplay great. or Dave Matthews Band, but people are haters. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a band from the UK. Oh, oh, One Direction. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just I don't know. They sing, "I will wait, I will wait for you." Do you know who sings that? I have no idea. I know the song, but I don't know who sings it. At number five, which is weird, because I didn't think they were big enough to be yeah. hated this much. And I like them too. It's Mumford and Sons. Oh, Never. yeah, they seem way too cool to even hate. <laughs> but that's how people end up getting hated. They get really cool and people like them, and then it starts to be cooler to go, oh, I don't like what everybody likes. Yeah, but Mumford and Sons and Nickelback are totally different. So different. <laughs> oh, they're only, just because they're 10, 15 years apart. Oh, I feel like Mumford and Sons just isn't in another cool yeah, they, they, category. Bones, they were like the cool, they were in the cool underground. Like, yeah. oh, you, know, you like Mumford? Yeah, I like Mumford. Yeah, like Mum. Yeah. Mum. <laughs> but, but Nickelback, everyone loved Nickelback. Here is a thing Eddie made. He made a jingle for a candy bar company. Have you guys mm. heard this? No. So this is what Eddie does. He doesn't talk a game. He goes out and tries to walk the game. Come on. And so a few weeks ago, he read that Hershey's was putting out a candy bar. 
It was the whatchamacallit. That's the old version, but they re-released it. And it's called a Whozy What's It. That's now. correct. Right. So Eddie wrote a jingle, and then he sent it to Brandon Ray to record it. You guys sent it off to Hershey's. We did. And we'll, we'll tell you what Hershey said after this. But hey, you tell me if you think this jingle is good, okay? So... Well, in your mind, what are you thinking as you guys wrote this, or as you wrote this? Yeah, I'm thinking it's got to be quick. It's got to be really cool. I'm pictured on TV, you know, some kind of sound that sounds happy, and it's a new candy bar. But in in the jingle, you have to be descriptive of what are we talking about. So I just went for it and described what we're talking about and made it cool and happy. How long is the jingle? 15 seconds. All right, here we go. Whatchamacallit's now, who's he, what's it? The crunchy peanut buttery candy bar with chocolate on it. It's got a new name, but it tastes the same. Whatchamacallit's now, who's he, what's it? That's, that's so cute. That's so good. I love it, but why did they change the name? I don't know. They Well, they discontinued Whatchamacallit's a while back, and then they re-released it with a new name. So I saw the news story. And, and I was like, they've got to use, they have to promote this thing. So I'm thinking they're probably thinking of a jingle right now. Guys, think no more. It's right here. Here, I'm going to play it one more time before we tell you what Hershey said. Here we go. Whatchamacallit's now, who's he, what's it? The crunchy peanut buttery candy bar with chocolate on it. It's got a new name, but it tastes the same. Whatchamacallit's now, who's he, what's it? Mm. <laughs> Bones, what do you think? I think fantastic. You I know, love you it. Like it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I would get a whoozy was it after it. Okay. What do you think that Hershey said, Amy? Do they want to buy it? Do they want to put it on hold? Well, that would be fantastic if they said that. Don't do, you make a lot of money from jingles? Do they want to just send them a bunch of chocolate bars? I'm giving, <laughs> I'm giving you the options here. I'm giving you the options. Do they want to buy it fully? Here are the options. Buy it fully. Put it on hold and come back to it because they liked what they heard. Use it, but give them a lot of chocolate bars. Or they heard nothing from them at all. Radio silence. Oh, man. I'm going to have a little bit of hope here and say that they said they're putting it on hold and they'll get back to us. Or Eddie, sorry. And Brandon Ray. Because <laughs> how cool would that be for them? I love that. I have hope. It's on hold. Raymundo, what do you think? What happened with Eddie? Yeah, unfortunately, I already know the answer, so I'm going to pass on this one. Oh, okay. Oh, he knows. Lunchbox? I'm going to say they were like, oh, that's cute, man. Here's a chocolate bar. And they gave him a couple chocolate bars. What happened with your jingle, Eddie? It's been a few weeks, guys, like three weeks, and uh, I've heard nothing. <laughs> like nothing. Radio silence. Like, was it good? Change a little bit of it? Anything. Zero. Where'd you send it? I, I sent it to, well, Brandon Ray has a publishing company, so they're like, we have a connection at Hershey's. We'll take it straight to them. No problem. So you're still waiting now? Dude, it's been three weeks. Guys, the, the candy's already out. I saw it at the store the other day. Mm. Let's get this thing going. Interesting. Let's hear it one more time as, as we retire this song forever <laughs> and it never gets heard again. Here uh, it unless is. Unless you see it on TV. Here we go. Whatchamacallit's now, who's he, what's it? The crunchy peanut buttery candy bar with chocolate on it. It's got a new name, but it tastes the same. Whatchamacallit's now, who's he, what's it? Mm. That's good, Love man. It. Thank you, guys. Hey, Hershey's, where are you? Come on. Now I want a who's he, what's it? I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> hey, it's almost time for them to draw that person who's going to go to space. Remember Jared Isaacman? Right, right, yeah. He is the pilot, the billionaire. He's paying for this space mission. And he's going to take someone up with him who donates to St. Jude, like a raffle. Ugh. We haven't put a name in yet. So here's my proposal. We have all the names in a hat. 
there are me, Amy, Eddie, Lunchbox, and Raymundo. There are five of us. <laughs> Each of us have to commit to $20 to putting it in to donate to St. Jude. It's 100 bucks in total, but we put one person in 100 times. <laughs> Oh. And if they get drawn, they go to space. That's easy. Let's do it. Okay. First of all, is everybody is everybody committing to the twenty dollars? Yes. Sure. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> so Ugh. we're gonna. Oh, please don't be me. It cannot be me. Why? Gosh, come on. Ugh. So it doesn't mean you're going to space, but it means we're gonna put that person in a hundred times. Ugh. Hey, and there's no backing out, Bones. Right? Like we, if this person gets picked, you're going to space. Well, you may not get drawn by him. It, Correct. This isn't, but, like, but you're the one of our team that goes up for, for bid. <laughs> like, I know odds are that whoever this is doesn't get picked, but I'm still a little nervous. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to draw a name, and that person is eliminated. All right. Come on. Okay. So here we go. Let's mix it up, mix it up, mix it up. The first name drawn to be eliminated is Eddie. Yeah! Let's go! Thank you, Earth. I'm staying with you. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but you're the one that said you weren't scared and you would go. I'm not scared, but I have kids and I don't want to risk anything. I'm glad to be right here with my feet on Earth. You are not going to space. The next person that is not going to space with four names left in the hat is Amy. Oh, of course. Yes. Of course. I'm not going space. <laughs> Eddie, do you want to read the next name? Yeah, sure. I'd mm -hmm. love to. Okay, come over here. The next person not going to space is Eddie, read the name. This person's name is Raymundo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Bobby going space. There's two people left. All right, the two. Uh, great. That's so stupid. The two people left. Eddie, do you want to you want to do it again? I would love to. Yes. The two people left. Th this next person is not going to space. All right, here we go. That person is the person who's not going to space. Eddie's running back to the microphone. <laughs> Don't yell too loud. It's gonna pop. You guys ready? Go ahead. The next person not going to space is. Wow, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> it's Bobby. <laughs> So the person going to space is... Lunchbox! <laughs> I mean, Lunchbox! We already knew this. We knew this. We did? Yeah, we did. I mean, the chip, this, the world just hates me right now, and I don't know why. I mean... But uh, even with the chip, you saw it. I mean, you saw the wheel spin. No, no, time. I understand. But the world is out to get me for some reason right now. I didn't win the lottery when it was, you know, a billion dollars, the Mega Millions, and the Powerball, this. I mean, it's just maybe I'll be better in space. Maybe it'll treat me better. <laughs> I don't know. They just leave you up there? Oh, like, this is the worst. This is so awful. Because, you know, like the odds are I'm not going to get picked in this. But then, oh, what do you know? I'm the one that has to go. So guess what? I'm going to get picked. This easy man, whatever his name is, he's going to pick me just to make Isaac my man. life miserable. Ugh. 
Okay, so I tell you what we'll do. Let's all Venmo 20 bucks over to Scuba Steve. Gosh. And then Scuba Steve will do the 100 bucks and put it in Lunchbox's <laughs> name. And he. And he. <laughs> I, I, and I think this Sunday is the end. I don't know if that's when they pick, but oh this Sunday gosh. is the last Great. chance to get in for Yay. this. Oh. You wouldn't want to go to Space Lunchbox? Absolutely not. I not as there is zero chance I want to leave this earth more than a plane ride to another city that is like 30,000 feet above the earth. I do not want to go to space because they disintegrate and it's just uh, there's too many problems with space and it scares me and I oh uh, like I won't even go in the ocean be- way out there on a boat because I can't see land and you want to send me up in a spaceship? Oh. Yeah. All right, well he lost the drawing. He will put, be put on the list, and we hope he goes to space. Which, by the way, you guys can also donate, oh. right? So go to inspiration4.com. Oh. Inspiration4.com. <laughs> and you have until February 28th. In your own name. Day. In your own name, donate. Oh, what if all of our listeners put Lunchbox's no, name in? No, That's not a bad idea. No. I didn't even think about that. He's the one that, t- that inspired that idea. Yeah. Nope. Listeners, you Look do your own thing. Look at the difference you'll be able to make, Lunchbox. Oh. <laughs> uh. I can make a difference. I'll go mow my neighbor's yard. I mean, goodness. Inspiration4.com. <laughs> he said he'll go mow his neighbor's yard. Goodness. Huh. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> there you go. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So if you have something that you will never do again once the pandemic ends, you're not alone. A poll was taken, and there's actually a lot of things that none of us will ever do again that we used to not think twice about. Leave a concert early and go, eh, we'll just go to another one next week, because we might not have them again ever. You know? Uh, Shake hands for me. What else? Well, one of them is uh, making out with strangers at a bar. (laughs) Too old for that that anyway. Yeah, well... (laughs) My my initial response was I'm too old for that, but then it's like, and I was too nerdy and too ugly. So that never really was for me anyway, but I would have liked to at some point back in the day. All right, what else? Sharing a bag of chips with like someone at work. If they open up a bag, you probably would have like stuck your hand in, no problem. Well, here's the thing. We're all going to get vaccinated, so we're going to be right back to normal in a year anyway. We're going to be eating chips with each other, sharing popcorn. It's all going to be back to normal basically anyway. What about sharing chapstick? I don't. I wouldn't have done that anyway. Ugh, oh, that's gross! I, I wouldn't have done that anyway. <laughs> right, me either. I was such a germaphobe before this, but now it's kind of tilted everyone to be a germaphobe. So I don't talk about it as much anymore. But I would. I don't really use chapstick <laughs> that much either. What else? Well, I have something cool that Skittles is rolling out for Easter. It'll make Easter egg hunts way more fun. They are now camouflaging their fun-sized packages, and they're calling it Impossible Egg Hunt Skittles, and they look like grass and tree bark. I mean, it's kind of shocking how real they've, they're making the bags look, so I think that'll be fun for kids and parents. So you just throw them out in the yard? Yeah, you don't even have to put it inside an egg. You're just like, oh, sprinkle this over here in the yard, and then I'm sure months later you're finding yourself a snack. Yeah, there's going to be so much Skittles litter because people aren't going to find this. Uh, Okay, cool. What else? I have the most recognizable country songs to the general public, not just country fans. Taste of Country put together the list, so I'll go through the top five. I'm going to go Friends in Low Places. I'm going to go Cruise, Florida, Georgia Line. I bet you it's got to be crossovers, right, too? Meant to be... Yeah, but some of them are older than your... Ring of Fire. Thinking. Uh, close. It's, there's a Johnny Cash one on there. Not Ring of Fire? Nope. I thought that would be the biggest, like, popular Johnny Cash song. Walk the Line, I guess. I guess the from the movie. 
Mm-hmm. Is that that one on there? Yeah, Walk the Line is at number five. And then Need You Now by Lady A is number four. Huge pop song. Right? I mean, that's that's why, yeah. Before He Cheats, Carrie Underwood. Huge pop song. Nine to five, Dolly Parton. Massive song, period. But also crossed over with a pop song. And then at number one, Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. Not a pop song. No. Maybe the only one on that list. What was number five again? Johnny Cash? I Walked the Line. Because it went pop in the... It turned popular when that movie came out. I would still consider that. Four of those five were pop songs. And then Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places was never a pop song. All right, is that it? Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. I do want to play this voicemail here from Ashley in South Georgia. Here you go. I just wanted to call and say that I am digging the prank phone calls that Lunchbox has been just crushing lately. They make me laugh, and I just appreciate everything that y'all do. Just want to say I love y'all. Bye. Bye. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a little girl named Ava with spina bifida was told by doctors she would never walk. Basically, she was paralyzed. Not possible. Well, she has defied all odds and now she's walking and she's unstoppable. And her mom is just so happy and proud. I've got a clip. You know, I remember the first time she sat up by herself, the first time she crawled, the first time she held her bottle. And I cried and I was just so overwhelmed that I could literally like, I didn't even know how to react or how to feel. I was just like, oh my gosh. Like I couldn't even shed a tear because I was just so excited. Come on, big girl. Come on. Good job. Yay. So, and this is a little girl that she's had more surgeries than you can even imagine. Her first surgery, she actually was still in her, her mother's womb at the time. So shout out to Ava. Yeah. Shout out to Ava. That is real strength, man. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, guys. Hope you're good. Thanks for hanging out with us. Some serial shoplifters in Pennsylvania were busted after one of them passed out in their car outside of Home Depot while her partner was inside stealing more stuff. Here's a clip from the news. Police say Jessica Clibbins was found passed out in a car at the Home Depot in Bethel Park. Police say they also found in that car more than $1,300 worth of stolen items from a number of stores. Police say they then found Adam Fultz in the Home Depot with more stolen items. Wouldn't you be so mad? By the way, shout out KDKA News for that story. Wouldn't you be so mad if you're the one in the store doing the work and your partner who's running getaway car passes out and they <laughs> see someone passed out so they go to see what's up and they find all and then you go to jail? You have one job. Just stay awake <laughs> and drive us out of there. Would you be so irritated? So mad. By the way, don't shoplift. <laughs> but I would just be so... Dang. Uh, over to Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. What did the flame tell his parents when he fell in love? What did the flame tell his parents when he fell in love? I found the perfect match. Okay, there it is. <laughs> that was the morning corny. <laughs> So last week we talked about this Hermes bag. They start at $10,000. They go up to half a million dollars for a purse. It's so expensive that Kylie Jenner bought a pair of Birkenstocks made out of this stuff, and that was $76,000 for the shoes. $76,000 for the shoes. So Lunchbox decided to call the store in Beverly Hills to buy a purse for his wife's birthday, but because they're so expensive, he wanted to put it on layaway. Now, 
It's called Rodeo Drive. You should know that before. And I'm sure everybody does know the name of it. I've never been there. but I, <laughs> Heard of it. But we've heard of it in movies, yeah. Rodeo Drive. Yeah. Um, here's Lunchbox calling the Hermit. Sorry, I mean oh, calling oh, see? the Hermit. <laughs> the er, uh, Yeah, calling that store. Here you go. Thank you for calling in Beverly Hills. Uh, yeah, is this the one on Rodeo Drive? Uh, sir, yes, we're on Rodeo Drive. Oh, yeah. So it's my wife's birthday, and I was, uh, you know, wanting to get her one of these Erms bags that she's been talking about, and we, we came and we went to an Erms store. Um, we are by reservation only for purchases. Do you have a reserved date and time to stop by and pick up your bag? Oh, no, I don't have any of that. I was just trying to look at, like, you know, I was seeing these bags are like over $10,000, and I mean, that's a lot of germs for $10,000, so I was trying to figure out, like, what's your lay layaway plan there at the Erms? Mm, well, sir, that's not how it works, so um, please call back when you're ready, okay? No, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. Like, she wants a red Erms bag. That's the one she sees on TV, and she's like, oh, I love that Erms, Erms. And she's like, oh, I, I want to go to the one on Rodeo Drive, sir, you know? sir. Thank you for calling. Have a great day. Cheers. I want. So, is the layaway plan like? Is it six months, twelve months? Hello. <laughs> I think part of the reason that they humored him is because I, there has to be some real cowboy type billionaires that call and are like, "Hey, I want to get my wife a bag." <laughs> that can actually pay that kind of money, you know? Like those really rich oil guys. All right, lunchbox. Nice job, man. Thanks. I'm gonna play you a guitar solo from a very famous country song. You just name the song. Here is the example that we played before break. That is My Maria. Da 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 da, My Maria. Okay, you guys ready? Write yeah. your answer down. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, name this very famous guitar solo. There you go. You want to hear it again? I got it. All right, play one more time. Come on, Amy. All right, five seconds. I'm acting confident, but I'm, I don't know. Amy's speaking in tongues over there. No, I think I, that's how this is my process. Yeah. I don't know. All right, here we go. Uh, Amy, what do you have? I don't know. I had 10,000 hours. Lunchbox? It's 10,000 hours. Eddie? Oh, wow. Wow, wow. I went tequila. The answer is... Oh, boy. I'm done. When I taste yeah! Tequila. Oh, yeah! Good job. Thank you. I knew it was Shay. When you both... Went, yeah, I heard Shay. That helped a lot. But when you both went 10,000 hours, I'm like, I'm done. Well, they both over. knew it was Dan and Shay. Yeah. All right, next up, name this guitar solo. <laughs> All right, one more time. Here we go. Need an answer at the end of this. Come on. All right, here we go. It felt so right. Amy, I need an answer. It felt so right. It must be right. Incorrect. Uh, that's Come the song, on. though, you got right? Something. Lunchbox, what do you have? Cruising. 
Cruising. Incorrect. Eddie. I'm going to go cruise without oh, the end. Oh, gosh. Not oh, the right. end. Florida Georgia Line oh, cruise. Here you go. I had Florida Georgia Line in my head, but did they go? It felt Yeah, so that's, that's it. Ah. You were singing the whole song. I thought oh, we were cruising man. down the backstretch. Oh. All right, here we go. Next one up. See if you can name this country song by the guitar solo. Of course, this one I know. Yeah, weird. <laughs> All right, we're going to play it again. Here we go. Can you guys get that one? Amy? Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Lunchbox? Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Eddie? Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Nice. That's the hardest one, I thought. All right, next one up. Name this guitar solo. I give you a hint on this one. This guitar solo is a minute thirty seconds long. Oh, I. Kn- I give you like fifteen more seconds of it. I'm coming for an answer. We'll turn it up here. Okay, can you name that guitar solo? Let's go to lunchbox first. Yeah, I went Eric Church, hometown. Eddie, sorry boys, if I got the title wrong. Stay a little longer. Bye. Brothers Osborne. Amy? Yeah, that's John Osborne on guitar. I didn't have this song. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> it is Brothers Osborne, Stay a Little Longer. Yeah! Nice, nice, nice. I got a couple more. Name this country song by the guitar solo. What? I, well, no I don't think I've ever heard that song. No, yeah, I so got don't nothing. even replay it? I got nothing. Here, let me replay it. I'll sing on the back side. Okay. okay. All right, here we go. Then it goes. So it's all right, I'll be fine. Don't worry about this heart of mine. Just leave the pieces when you go. That's the records, leave the pieces. Oh, the records. There you go. All right, one more. Uh, Eddie, you've dominated this game. (laughs) Yeah. There's kind of no need to continue on, but we have one more up here. Here you go. In. Can you name You're that one? You're in? Yes. Uh, See, come on, Amy. Without, that was a good one. Without that voice singing in there, and, and obviously being a female, I thought it was Shameless by Garth. He did? So, do, you, do you know it, though? Uh-uh. I do. Okay, play it again. I got it. Oh, 
got it. I'm shameless. It does kind of sound like shameless. Yeah, it's not though. Amy, what is it? It's your love. Yeah, it's it's your love. Whoa. I got it's your love. <laughs> Play the guitar solo back again, Ray. Eddie, listen to it now. Of course. It does sound like shameless though, too, doesn't it? I'm shameless. Well, our big winner is Eddie, everybody. Yeah. Come on. Nice job. How do you Thank feel? You. I feel great. No, I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Oh my gosh. Uh, One day I'm gonna get that. And then we we're like, how come callers don't get it? But Eddie doesn't get it either. We got this voicemail. Listen to this. Hey Bobby Bones, I need some advice. This is just kind of an issue that, you know, has come to my attention via my boyfriend who got a massage today. This is just a little weird, but he wanted to be completely naked in the massage and not wear his boxers. What do you think? <laughs> Should you wear your boxers as a dude getting a massage? Can you get completely naked if it's a female masseuse? Is that weird? Let us know. That's funny, man. <laughs> but but we've been in this situation, right? Listen, Amy, you go first. Well, the answer <laughs> is you absolutely wear boxer shorts. Oh. That That's your answer? Yes! Are you speaking no doubt about it regardless? I'm speaking no doubt about it from the massage therapist perspective. She probably wants you to wear underwear. I don't think so. I think masseuses want you to give them access as easily as possible to pull things down. I don't think they need access to that region. To like your butt? Yeah, of course they, they do. They Some massage you. therapists don't even touch the butt anymore because they don't want to mess with oh. it. They're like, oh, yeah, no, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anymore. They ask you, don't they? Don't they say, would you rather? They do. So, Amy, what is your answer here? My answer is underwear all the time. Yes. <laughs> My answer is underwear optional. Oh, and I do, do I do wear underwear. Okay, good. Because I'm embarrassed. Yeah. But if I wasn't embarrassed and you just want to lay, I, I think she's like, is it weird that he wants to be naked around somebody? I don't yes. think it's about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's about that. <laughs> I don't think he wants to be naked because it's like hot to him. I think some guys just want to completely be free. I say underwear optional if he wants it optional. I'm going to wear my underwear but I, th- I don't think that's weird at all. Eddie? I've had a total of three massages in my life. The first one ever, it was like, I mean, really five, six years ago. My friend bought it for me in Vegas, and I took all my clothes off. <laughs> like, I, I thought that, that was Vegas? what you were supposed to do. But you are. Because she's because they literally said, like, hey, it's up to you. Take, take your clothes off. Leave whatever you want. It's up to you. So I was like, all right, let it all off. And it was kind of weird, I, I'll admit. So my other two massages, though, I kept my boxers on. If I could, I would keep my jeans on. Like, that's how much I am self-conscious about that. But I also know that sometimes they're like, hey, it's up to you. Leave your boxes on or off. And then if you do have them on, especially because I've had injuries in my legs where they're like having to like pull them up and like, you know, and you get like a wedgie. Stretch it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. I don't think he's doing it for any, any like self-loving reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, here's a voicemail we got as well. Uh, this is voicemail number three from last night, Ray. Hi, I listened to the podcast, so I'm a few days delayed, but this is about a stupid fight. On Valentine's Day, my boyfriend of 14 years and I got into a fight about him dipping pretzels in the Nutella. I said, get a spoon, you animal. We got into a huge fight, and then the next day we got engaged, and afterwards I said, oh my God, you let me cry in the shower yesterday about pretzels and Nutella, and you knew you were going to ask me to marry you the next day. Thanks so much, long-time listener, first-time caller. So I wonder what the debate is here. First of all, let's debate pretzels and the Nutella, which, by the way, I never buy Nutella, I guess, but I get it, because I, I buy those packages at the gas station that have them both, and you dip one in the other. Yeah, they promote good. that. Yeah. 
Right? Yeah, that's I guess that's why I thought about that. I've never bought a jar of Nutella. I guess it's it's a stated rule in the household that needs to be made. Like, do we dip our stuff in? Because we do have. Caitlin bought the stuff called cookie butter that I'd never even heard of until a few months ago. So good. And I was like, is that real butter or is it? And it's not. It's, <laughs> I, well, I know what it was. It's cookie butter. Is buzz. it from a cow? <laughs> and I was just dipping almonds into it. No, pecans. Dipping pecans into it. And she was like, hey, why don't you get a spoon, put it on the spoon, and then dip the pecans in the spoon. <laughs> that way, you're not leaving stuff in the jar. And I thought, oh, okay. She didn't get mad at me for dipping it. She just told me, hey, I prefer if you did it this way. So now I do it that way. She didn't call you an animal? She didn't call me an animal. She didn't cry about it afterward either in the shower. Um, but also, what's he supposed to do? You can't go, baby, don't cry. I'm going to propose to you tomorrow. You got to let all that run its course. I don't think he's in the wrong here. As long as he doesn't do it again. <laughs> if he does it again, he's in the wrong. Amy, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. I think that there was maybe something bigger going on with the dipping in the Nutella. I get if you think it's weird, but sometimes we are emotionally heightened. I can I can speak to that, and I freak out over little things looking back where I'm like, oh, what was going on with me at the moment? But to call him an animal for that, which caused like a big fight. So that's not his fault that happened. Um, I mean, I don't know what his contribution to it, but I think it's fine. Also, at the gas station, you buy those little things where you dip the pretzels in the Nutella. Maybe that's all he knew. Yeah. If it were me, I'd be like, all right, let's go. All right. Thank you guys for your voicemails. 877-77-BOBBY. If you want to call, if you're listening on the podcast and we're not on the air right now, leave a voicemail. That's what they're doing. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Benjamin Franklin Elementary in Vancouver, Washington, was having Kindness Week, and one eight-year-old says, I'm going to make keychains, and I'm going to make money from these keychains. So he started selling these keychains. He made over $4,000. He's like, okay, crap. Now I got $4,000. What do I do with all this money? Wow. So he decided to pay off all the lunch debt for all the students in his school. Wow. Isn't that cool? That. That's insane. Yeah, it, I thought it, about it, you, Bones, because you had lunch debt, you know? So, I mean, to have that relieved, and he's eight years old, I thought this was a really cool story. To be fair, I did not have lunch debt. I was on the free lunch program. Ah, yeah, difference. Because we had no money. There yeah. was no debt. Uh, Amy's daughter does something a bit similarly, though, you know, with her bracelets. Right, Amy? Yeah, she has her little Espoir bracelets that support the orphanage she grew up in Haiti. And Espoir means hope in Creole. And... She makes them during her free time. That's her business. And when we put them up for sale, like we, they sell out in less than a minute. And she gets so, it's like fills her up. It's so much joy. She's like, oh my gosh, I, I better find time and get back to making more. And so, <laughs> yeah, I'm super proud of her that she, she does that. She orders the beads, picks out what she wants, designs each bracelet, does it all herself. So it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. There you go. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'd like to encourage you guys to check out our podcast because earlier in today's show, we had a segment where, you know, we all put in 20 bucks. So that's 100 entries. And if our ticket is drawn, the person that was nominated from the show will go up into space. Well, today, through random selection, Lunchbox was picked from the show. And if we win, he has to go up into space. Uh. So no. I want you to go hear that segment. Heck, I probably shouldn't have spoiled who, who lost, but a lot of people are like, obviously it was Lunchbox. Some people think Lunchbox, you just have bad karma. Listen, but I don't you, know what it is. The world hates me right now, but everything, every drawing we do or whatever, it always is me. I'm always the one getting punished. And so I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you have magnets on these slips or on the wheels or whatever, but the world is out to get me right now. 
You guys check out the podcast. Listen to that. Search for Bobby Bone Show wherever you podcast. All right, over to the news. Bobby's Big Story. You saw the video of that airplane that was caught on fire? Oh, yeah, totally crazy. I couldn't even imagine being on that plane and looking out and seeing the engine on fire. The engine of a Boeing passenger jet littered Denver with debris when one of its engines exploded shortly after takeoff. The United Airlines flight was en route to Honolulu from Denver, oh, which, by the way... if this a long flight. <laughs> well, if, if this happens over the ocean... Yeah. Like, luckily, this happened before yeah. they didn't get over the water. Because there's a lot of water. And they were still able to land the plane, you know? But the pilot told ground control they had to make an emergency landing. And if you looked out the window, you know, you have that... It looks like, we'll call it a propeller, like the engine. Yeah. It's on fire. And so here's a clip from the news. Uh, yeah, Denver, uh, departure United 328 heavy mayday aircraft uh, just experienced a engine failure. Need to turn immediately. Troy Lewis had just closed his eyes for a nap when he heard a loud bang. Knew that that was not good and uh, felt like it was on our side of the plane. And I was over the wing and I flipped up the shade and saw the front of that engine uh, missing or blown up and uh, uh, smoke and pieces were flying off of it and that was not a good feeling mm. yeah no yeah oh and i guess good thing uh, passengers don't hear the pilot say mayday that's a good thing yes yeah <laughs> we'd freak out <laughs> yeah because that's like the old that's like the worst thing you can say to air traffic control obviously well i was watching another woman this morning on the news saying she was watching it she was like well she started screaming. She was like holding onto her rosary, and her daughter was the one calming her down. No injuries were reported. 231 passengers, 10 crew members all on board. Big pieces of debris landed in those towns, though. Like one of those things, it looked like it was 10 feet tall, just boom, right on the edge of a house. Again, nobody was hurt. Pieces of metal debris landed across the Broomfield residential area of Denver. Locals were asked not to touch or move it. And again, let me say again that the fact this plane caught on fire early was a blessing. Because if that happens and you're in all that ocean to Hawaii, you got to either keep going to Hawaii or turn around and come back. So the fact that they were able to land that plane, whew, and also should make you feel good. Not that it happened, but that it happened and nobody was hurt. Like literally the plane was on fire and they still landed that sucker. So shout out to the pilots, to the crew, to the people working on the ground. Because I'd have sure been peeing myself <laughs> and making death TikToks. <laughs> I'd have been like, okay, I got to get one final dance in. Rest in peace, me. Confessions, yeah. all sorts of stuff. It would have, have been bad news. All right, let's do some more news. Bobby's Other Story. It's Colorado Day here on the show. A Colorado man sprang into action in order to save his dog's life, fighting with a mountain lion that had attacked his pet. His name was Gene Wannell who lives in Estes Park. He told Fox 31 in Denver that he used to encounter wildlife in his backyard because it borders public land, but when he took his nine-year-old boxer out, they encountered a mountain lion, which nearly killed the dog. He scanned the hill with a flashlight, looking for any predator's eyes, and then he let Sadie off her leash, but then he heard her whimper. He was right. He searched, and here, here's a clip from Fox 31 News about how he fought back against the mountain lion. Gene says he picked up a small wooden property marker to defend his dog, the only weapon he could find. Hit it in its face, and the mountain lion released Sadie and um, ran the other way. If he had changed his mind and, and came towards me, I had really nothing to defend myself. Crazy, Crazy. too, I know. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. You go at it. I think a mountain lion's an ambush predator. 
So they kind of wait and try to take you out from the side or oh. from behind. You know, they they surround and, and pounce. Uh, finally, a guy faked kidnapping to get out of work for the day. <laughs> Listen, if you hate your job, I get it. I just wouldn't go this far. There's a 19-year-old guy named Brandon Souls in Arizona. Earlier this month, police found him near a water tower with his hands tied behind his back and a bandana stuffed in his mouth. He told the cops he'd been kidnapped by two men in masks who knocked him out, drove him around, and dumped him by the water tower. The police investigated. They couldn't find any evidence he'd been kidnapped. Surveillance videos didn't back up his story. There were some inconsistencies, too. So on Wednesday, he was arrested for making a false report. He admitted he made up the whole thing so he could get out of his job at the tire shop for the day. After he was arrested, they fired him. So maybe it worked out for him in the end. (laughs) But here's the thing. There's a much easier way to get out of work for the day. It's go, hey, I can't smell anything today. Oh, that easy. I probably shouldn't come in. Yeah. You don't have to act like you got beat up and then fake a whole picture. Yeah, how did he tie his hand? Hey. He did more so work. Questions. He did more work here than if he'd have been in work that day. But all, today, all you have to do is go, hey, I, have, I think I have a cold coming on. I shouldn't come in. I need to go get tested. That's all you have to do. No one's going to challenge you on that. Like, I've lost my, lost my smell, boss. Should I come in? Watch him say no to you. Yeah, quick. <laughs> yes. Uh, call us if you want. 877 877- 77 Bobby would love to hear from you. Questions, comments for the show. 877-77 Bobby. There's a sheepdog that sold for $38,893. Whew. There's the world's most expensive sheepdog. Sold at a farmer's market where they sell dogs. Oh. Does it do something special or something? We're just uh I I guess it's from I would assume it is a dog that's won prizes as a sheepdog. Like oh, that, on the that, that dog. I don't think it's working a lot of cattle at a, <laughs> at a high level. Uh, she was doing everything. Talking about her mom. She was doing everything. I guess a part of it is that she was a great sheepdog and she won different types of competitions, but she also worked cattle and sheep. Okay. But I, I had a sheepdog when $39, I was $39,000? I don't think mine was that much. <laughs> I think we got it for free. Yeah. It was a hot mess. You had a sheepdog? Yeah, and it had one blue eye, one brown eye. It was really cute. It was Australian Shepherd. That's a sheepdog, right? Um, mm. I think there's a difference. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I think just a slight difference, but yeah. Okay. Mine didn't work any sheep. Uh, mm. Let's do a, a Virginia woman's mistake led to $2 million in the Powerball jackpot. A Virginia woman who made a mistake buying her lottery tickets accidentally ended up with 50 tickets for a single Powerball drawing and won $2 million. Betty Wong of McLean told Virginia Lottery officials she plays the Mega Millions of Powerball regularly, and she usually buys a single ticket for multiple drawings at one time. She made the mistake, though, and bought 50 quick pick tickets for a single drawing. And because of that, she hit and went from one a million bucks and then had the doubler and then got $2 million out of it. Crazy. Okay. Now, Lunchbox, you've, made, you've bought a lot of lottery tickets, but you've never made a mistake. Maybe that's what you should do. Yeah, I need to go in there and act like an idiot and be like, I just want one ticket, and they accidentally sell me 100 and that's how I'm going to win. I just don't I don't understand how these mistakes always work out in these people's favor. People oh. are making thousands of dollars streaming themselves sleeping. I'd be afraid of what people would see when I was sleeping. Like, what do I do? What do I do with my hands? What do I do? What do I say? Caitlin already tells me that I speak uh, in an effeminate voice while I'm sleeping, when I talk in my sleep. So, but there are ways that these people are going to sleep and then people get on Twitch and they try to wake them up. I'm sorry, you said they're, are they making money from this or yes. just for fun? Okay. No, no, no. That's what I, that people are making thousands of dollars streaming themselves sleeping. This one guy who's 26 made $16,000 in just one night. What? 
He set up text-to-speech recognition for his live stream, meaning that music played with every donation and the messages were read really loud. So when you made a donation, <laughs> you got to try to wake him up. And so a lot of people got Alexa to play loud music, ir- uh, imitate dog barking, make his alarm go off, but nobody woke him up. He has more than 40,000 subscribers on Twitter and Instagram, 1 million subscribers on YouTube, made $16,000 in one night because people were, were, were donating, trying to wake him up. That's what you do. You wake me up, you get a prize. I'd, sleep, I'd fake sleep through it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, Don't you right. think he's just pretending to be asleep? <laughs> hey, don't ask me. I'm not going to hate on the guy's game. Mm-hmm. He's got, he made $16,000 in a night sleeping. Gosh. That is insane. I do have this couple here. I was thinking about it. Maybe it's not our job to out them. I don't think so. I, wh- well, so, who is listen, it though? Listen, listen, there's, there's, there's a couple in country music. Mm-hmm. One of them is for sure in country music. The other one's dabbled. But famous still? Yes. Yes. Okay. For sure. We've, uh, ev- I know that Bobby and I for sure have met all of them. Eddie, you too. Everybody's met all of them, I think. Oh, there's only both two of them. them. But both of them. So there's more than two? Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Everyone listed the two people. Okay. So, Raymundo, how'd you hear about this, this couple? Yeah, so my friend was just at a house and saw this couple there, and they were uh, definitely coupled up. <laughs> yeah. So immature. I just feel like this is not our place. There's a lot that could happen with this statement. Yeah. One, here's the thing. One of them, I feel okay if we did it, and then the other one, I would feel bad. Well, what if we just said one? And then we just guessed all the other person. That's a great one, Eddie. That's a great move. I like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Okay. All right. I can do that. Meet in the middle. Uh, okay. The, the guy is Michael Ray. Oh, that could be, listen, that could be anybody. Like literally anybody. He used to be married to Carly Pierce, right? Uh, but Raymundo's friend saw him with another girl, woman, who's famous as a country music artist. Hmm. You want to take a stab at it? Yeah. Well, well, you said she dabbled, though, right? Like she dabbled in country music. Uh, you know what? I've said too much. Where I was yeah. like, uh, I've said too much. I've said too much. <laughs> what? Write down who you think it is. Yeah. Okay. Take a guess. Okay. Oh, you sure. Can just, here. Go. Just okay. telepathically tell me, Eddie. Just, just write one letter. Does he have it? No. 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 So you can say that. It's not Lu- who it is. Lucy Hale. It's not who it is. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid to even open up the floor for guesses because if I say no, and if I don't say no to one. There's like plenty of people that have dabbled, so I think we're fine. We'll just leave it at that. Lunchbox, I'm not going to say yes or no regardless of who you who you Man, say. Man, this is so hard. But Amy said we've met them. So, Amy, mm-hmm. have they been in the studio? Don't know. Just know that you've for sure met her. Uh, well, depends which studio. What? No, don't do that. Oh, what? okay. <laughs> don't, do that. don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. So anyway, Ray, oh, when this comes out. Oh, no, no, I can't be. She's married. Ray, when this comes out, you'll be the guy that knew it first. Yeah, it just kills me because I haven't seen it. M2 hasn't done it in her skinny. Daily Mail, TMZ, it's nowhere. And I'm the one that they beat everybody to it. And it's probably going to get it leaked and not by us. And I just wanted the credit. Oh, is it Rachel from Gloriana? She's, she's married. married. <laughs> oh. So I'm going to say it's up, not dude. her. I guess it's not her. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, there you have it, folks. Oh. Hey, call, call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. <laughs> and, and Rachel didn't dabble in country music. Yeah, no, she's like it. in it. <laughs> she still is. I spent the weekend in Chattanooga shooting Breaking Bobby Bones, my, my new show that comes out May 31st on Nat Geo. But I had to drive an 18-wheeler all weekend. 
And not just <laughs> there he comes through little towns. I was on the interstate. For those that don't know, I got my CDL, got my permit, and so I can drive with someone in the truck. So I'd never been in a truck before until this weekend. So I got my license just reading a book and memorizing word structure more than anything. And so I get in the truck, and I thought I could drive a stick until you drive an 18-wheeler. Because, you know, reverses up and to the left, and then you go one, two, three, four, five, and then you flip a thing on the gear shift, and you go six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What, there's ten? There's ten gears. Oh my goodness. So That's like a bicycle. I was stressed out the whole time, because I'm on the interstate, driving it, <laughs> and turning this thing. You don't just turn it. You gotta yeah. go wide. And not just wide, you have to go straight. And they kind of will L turn. The whole thing is a disaster. Did you hit a lot of curbs? I'm not going to tell you what happened, but my goal was to <laughs> haul a an entire ca- uh, trailer full of eggs, like 16,000 eggs. <laughs> and not break them? Yeah. <laughs> all, the, awesome. all the way across the city. So that's what I did this weekend. And when I got <laughs> when I got home last night, I was, I, I'd been so stressed all weekend driving that truck. Because, again, I'm driving with real traffic everywhere. I, I wasn't even worried about me that much or the truck. I don't want to hit somebody else. I will tell you this. I didn't hit anybody else. I don't want to spoil the show. Okay, enough with the horn. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's what I did this weekend. I'm glad to be home. It's still a little icy here. For the most part, where we are, we're able to gather again. People can get out of their houses. We're kind of – last week was just a whole mess. Like, we were not in the same place. We didn't see each other. We were snowed in, except for going to the grocery store once. We didn't leave. So glad that we have some normalcy here. You know, really rooting for all of our our friends and neighbors down in Texas that have been going through it. You know, this show came from Austin before we moved here. So all that happening was extremely close to us. So I just hope everybody's digging out of the storm, both literally and figuratively. I think that's it. Amy, anything from you? Yeah, no, I just saw our hot... Thoughts, prayers, everything are with Texas, our family, our friends there. Like, it, I just, it's almost unbelievable to me how devastating it is for some people. It did make me want to go to Cancun, though, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I'm crazy. No, I'm serious. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey. So, perfect time. All right, this guy's driving down the road. Cops pull him over because he has uh, expired re- uh, registration on his car. And so you would think if you were doing something illegal or hiding something, you, you wouldn't have a, a light that was out. All your blinkers would work. Your tags would be fully, fully up to date. But that wasn't the case. Jeffrey Scott Klein, 39 years old, was charged with blank. Eddie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrying a dead body. Is that a charge? Well, sure. Okay. Especially if you're not a, a funeral home. <laughs> yeah, dead body in the back. Transporting heroin. Lunchbox, what'd you have? I had counterfeit money, but I feel like that just, I don't know, I want to change it. He probably had something. The Uh. answer is a meth lab. Oh, whoa. You were close, Amy. He had, it was drugs, but he had a meth lab. He had all the ingredients, also had all the tools used to make the meth. And was just driving it down the road, chilling. Here's the thing, guy. Make sure your inspection's up to date if you're going to be moving a, moving a meth lab. Well, first of all, don't move a meth lab. But, if you, but what a knucklehead this guy is. According to the affidavit, the officer spotted a vehicle with an expired inspection sticker. He initiated a traffic stop. But here's the thing, too, because the cop goes up and said he was really, really nervous when he pulled him over. Maybe they knew and just needed a reason to find, to, to pull him over. Yeah, or that cop just got super, I don't know, I guess lucky. 
I mean, cops, some cops must be like, oh my gosh, I, I only pulled this guy over because of expired whatever, and look what I busted him with. Imagine that you're a police officer and you are pulling a guy over randomly as a traffic stop. Which, by the way, shout out to our police officers. Anytime they got to pull anybody over, that's risking their lives. These fools could pull guns on you at any time or run you over. So they're risking their lives every single time. That being said, imagine you're a cop and you pull this guy over and you see in the back of his car, he's got all the tools, all the chemicals from you then have to tighten up. Mm-hmm. and go, well, he's getting busted with this. What's about to happen here with me? Because he's going to do something crazy to protect this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because if he gets caught for this, he's going to jail forever. He doesn't want to go to jail forever. So immediately you got to be like, doom, clenched, ready Whoa. to go. That'd be tough. You got to call it in. You can't back off and go back to your car and let them drive off. Like shout out to that police officer too. That's some crazy stuff there. Uh, glad you guys are here today. 877-77-BOBBY if you want to call the show. There's a guy in Rhode Island accused of stealing more than half a million dollars worth of plumbing and heating equipment from his job. Now, I'm going to ask you guys, have you ever taken anything from work, home? Now, it doesn't have to be this job. <laughs> when I used to work at the marina, I used to take ice home, a lot of ice. So, and, and Mountain Dew slushies, because we would make those. And then nobody was up in the, in the marina with us, so we just eat them all the time and, and take ice home with us. All right, I'll confess. Okay, here we go. Wait. When I worked for the news, I took a camera home and I shot a wedding. Oh! Yeah. But, but you took it that's back. Bad. That's really bad. Well, of course, yeah, I didn't still. steal the camera. I like made money off a wedding. Yeah, but that was just borrowing. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad, though. That's funny. What did it, were you at the wedding and it said, like, cave you on the side or what? <laughs> yeah, the news truck shows up and everything. No, he's just the camera guy. Eddie drives up in the news van. <laughs> yeah, Why yeah. is your wedding being covered by the news? Oh, no, so, that's just our videographer. <laughs> you took a cam, a big, like you had it on your shoulder? Uh-huh. One of those kind of cameras? Uh-huh, the big, big, big camera, yeah. What? I had the day off, and I was like, I'll just take this home with me and shoot the wedding on my day off. Did you edit it, too? Oh, I did everything, yeah. yeah. What would they have done if they'd have found that out? I think uh, a strike. I think they definitely would have written me up. I don't think they would fire me over it. They would definitely write me up, though. Amy, did you ever have a job where you took stuff home? No, I mean, I worked at a weight loss clinic in college, and they had these bars, and we used to just eat them all the time. <laughs> totally. But, they, but okay. they, my manager there said that we could, but yeah. I mean, thinking back, if I was the owner, I don't know that that probably would have been allowed, but yeah, I mean, the lemon flavor was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Once... When I, I was working at Hobby Lobby and I worked my way up to be in the checker. Oh, I haven't told the story. <laughs> I had I worked my way up to be in the checker because that was the job I wanted because I was setting up displays. I was working in the back. It was awful. And so I, I finally had gained enough trust from management to work the front. And there was this DJ that had worked at the local radio station in Hot Springs who I was just enamored with because I was like, I want to be that. I just want to be on the radio. And so... He comes through and he's like, hey, man, good to see you. And I was like, hey, hey, uh, I'll just call him Flying Brian. Hey, because that was the name. Hey, Flying Brian. And he's like, hey, so I got a bunch of these picture frames here. Is there any way you can like hook me up with a deal? And I was like, oh, man, they're not doing any sales right now. And he's like, all right. But I did. I, we had 50% off something else. And I, and I rung up <laughs> like 50% off sweatshirts. <laughs> and, and that wasn't very honest to me. That's not, that's not honest. And no. I don't like that I did that. <laughs> I kind of hate myself right now for doing that. <laughs> Do you lose sleep over that one? Well, I haven't thought about it. I think I've repressed that shame because he probably gave him $100 off all these picture frames because I was just wanting to impress him so bad. It's your boy. I know. Also at Hobby Lobby, I ate about 10 paydays one night and didn't pay for them because I was hungry <laughs> and then I can never eat a payday again. <laughs> I got so sick. Yeah. Yeah. Lunchbox, you? Uh, yeah. When we worked at the radio station in Austin, there used to be a blue pickup truck 
for the country station, the other country station. And I tell you what, I've lent that to many of friends to move them, you know, wherever they're moving. You need a pickup truck? I got one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so yeah. you lent them the K-Vet truck? Yep. K-Vet truck was used many times around Austin to move people and a couple trips to the dump. But did it say K-Vet on the side of it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely said it was either K Vet or Case. It said one of them right Bob on the side Cole's of face. it. <laughs> Barbecue Bob Cole. I mean, uh. that was a good truck. It was old and beat up. So that way, when you're moving stuff, you didn't have to be careful about putting a dent or a scratch in it. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, we have a call here from Chelsea in Indiana. Hey, Chelsea, are you there? Good morning. Hi, Hi how are you guys? Pretty good. What's going on? Um, my fiance is a police officer with the Kendall Police Department, and uh, he had somebody ask him for a courtesy transport one night, which means, like, maybe it's cold and you just need a ride somewhere. Um, and so they told him, they said, we can give you a ride, but we have to do uh, a pat-down and search and make sure you're safe to go in my squad car. He said, sure, go ahead. His pockets were full of cocaine. Uh-oh. Oh, hey. <laughs> Why would he say sure okay then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely <laughs> he'll pat me down never from my front pockets. <laughs> what in the world did was, your husband? You know, <laughs> he was made aware multiple times, you know, do I have consent to search you? And he, he said, sure thing, go ahead. And I, he might have had some other kinds of drugs, but I know for sure cocaine. But, I mean, it's kind of laughable. Can I get in your squad car? Sure thing. Can I put some cuffs on you? Sure thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chelsea, thank you for sharing that story. I hope you have a good day. Yeah, you too. All right, bye-bye. A health advice website is offering $2,000 for a dream job that involves, well, actual dreams. You get paid to sleep five nights, but in different locations. One of them is a five-star resort. They're basically going to pay you to go and sleep in places that are all different environments because there is a five-star resort, but there's also a place that's really hard to sleep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Would, yeah, that'd be easy money, though, right? Yeah, I think that sounds good. And you see th- what condition you sleep best in. Yes. I just think I would struggle sleeping in some of these other places. And if you can't fall asleep, they still pay you. You know, these jobs are always funny. It's like, eat chocolate your whole your whole life and make $1,000. <laughs> and people go, that's a dream job. But it's like, it's just $1,000 for like nine months. <laughs> and after about day three, you're retired of the yeah. chocolate. Even chocolate has to get old at some point. Uh, but I saw this and there, you know, there was another one that was like, watch the office 10 hours a day for 16 months and get paid $900. And I was like, your dream job is finally up. So, uh, but you can make $2,000 doing this. How have you been sleeping lately? Pretty good. I've been logging my eight hours. Occasionally here and there, I have a rough night, but I would say I'm pretty consistent lately. You? I take no naps at all now. Like I've oh, yeah. completely eliminated naps, but I used to take them two or three times a week. Uh, okay, some days I'll, I'll wake up four times in a night. Oh, And just gosh. be like, oh my goodness, I'll pull on my calendar. What do I have to do? I hate that for And then you. some days I'll sleep all the way through. It's just kind of a grab bag. Hope you have a great Monday. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye, everybody. 